You're listening to The Daily Detail, a roundup of the most important news from the state of Alabama and across the United States. I'm Andrea Tice. Well, the pre-filed bills are coming in ahead of the 2022 legislative session in Alabama. So far, a lot of those bills are dealing with concealed carry permits and gun rights. House Bill 6 and Senate Bill 12 would allow people to carry a concealed weapon or keep it in their vehicle without a permit. The bill does away with the illegality of not having a proper permit. House Bill 13 would prohibit a federal law or regulation from being applied to ammunition or firearms that are made or sold here in the state. That legislation would make any production or trading of firearms, ammo, or accessories within Alabama not subject to federal law or regulation. Appeals are now underway in Alabama and other states after the Sixth Circuit Court strikes down a lower court's ruling against the Biden vaccine mandate for businesses with over 100 employees. Alabama's Attorney General Steve Marshall says that Alabama is joining other states in asking the U.S. Supreme Court to weigh in on this mandate. The deadline for the mandate goes into effect January 4th. Attorney Matt Clark with the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty is also preparing to appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court. Clark says at least five petitions have been filed so far. He also says that the U.S. Supreme Court struck down the eviction mandate from the Center for Disease Control, which he says is less sweeping than what this mandate is. So Clark is hopeful that the same court will put a hold on the OSHA implementation of the vaccine mandate. An employee within the Birmingham mayor's office has been arrested on felony charges. 32-year-old Yush Bean is facing domestic violence and burglary charges. Bean is the deputy director for social justice and racial equity within Mayor Randall Woodfin's office. Bean was released after posting bond. She has worked in the mayor's office for more than three years, but has only recently taken this particular position. Director of Communications for the city, Rick Journey, says this case is a personal matter and has nothing to do with city activity. In Pelham, an arrest has been made after an off-duty Birmingham firefighter was shot and killed on Sunday afternoon. Aristola Jenkins is charged with murder in the death of 46-year-old Christopher Easter. Easter was an 18-year veteran with the Birmingham Fire and Rescue. Captain Brian Harrell released a statement saying that they have tragically lost one of their own. Alabama Red Cross is asking for more blood donations after sending some needed blood to Kentucky following a killer tornado that struck there. The blood supply here in this state was already at a critical level when that storm caused more injuries in Kentucky. Appointments for blood donations can be made for all types. O negative is the universal blood type that's used in emergency situations. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin is getting more heat from his decision to not support the Build Back Better spending bill. Manchin made the announcement before the holidays, saying he tried his best to work on a compromise but just could not support the bill as it's written now. Manchin says any scaled-back version of the bill must first go through a committee before he will consider that option again. New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez responded to Manchin's no vote, saying that democracy is now on the line. She's demanding that a vote be held for the bill and then used profanity on a tweet to express her frustration. So did squad member Ilhan Omar of Minnesota, saying that Manchin's excuse for not voting yes on the bill is bull's sugar or something along those lines. Rashida Tlaib says Manchin has committed a betrayal of his constituents, and Ayanna Presley, also a House member and part of the squad, went on CNN to express her dismay. My lack and deficit of trust was about Senator Manchin. Uh, He has continued to move the goalpost. He has never negotiated in good faith. 
and he is obstructing the president's agenda, 85% of which is still left on the table. And in obstructing the president's agenda, he is obstructing the people's agenda. The White House press secretary's office has released a statement following Joe Manchin's decision, saying it's in conflict with what he committed to do when meeting with President Biden in Delaware a few weeks ago. The White House says that Manchin pledged repeatedly to negotiate on finalizing that Build Back Better framework in good faith, and that if his comments on Fox News are an end to that effort, it's a sudden and inexplicable reversal in his position. Also, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is promising that the Senate will take a vote on the Build Back Better agenda and force Manchin to go on the record as opposing the bill. Schumer wrote a letter to other Democrats in Congress following Manchin's announcement saying the bill will be considered in the new year so that positions are made not just on the Senate floor but on television. Schumer's plan may backfire, however, since Biden lost in West Virginia by 40 points to Trump just a year ago. So it's likely that seeing their senator on television vote no on the Build Back Better agenda will make them support Manchin even more. And speaking of Trump, the former president has filed a federal lawsuit against the New York State Attorney General Letitia James. James has been seeking to question Trump over an investigation her office has been conducting into his various New York-based businesses through the Trump Organization. Trump maintains that the New York AG is investigating him for purely political reasons and calls the probe a witch hunt that violates his constitutional rights. James says the Trump Organization's latest lawsuit is another attempt at delay and that the investigation will continue undeterred. Closing arguments from prosecutors in the Ghislaine Maxwell sex trafficking trial occurred in a federal courtroom this past Monday. The defense will address the jury on Tuesday, and then deliberations are likely to start by the jury this Wednesday. Those deliberations may go beyond the Christmas break, which is this coming Saturday. Maxwell is charged with aiding New York City businessman Jeffrey Epstein in accessing underage girls and sexually abusing them. Remember Nicholas Sandman, the Kentucky Catholic high school student, whose face was blasted on national television back in 2019 when he was at a pro-life rally in Washington, D.C. Mainstream media vilified Sandman as being a disrespectful punk at a rally for just looking at a man who had gotten up into Sandman's face and was beating a drum. Now Sandman has settled another lawsuit worth hundreds of millions of dollars. This third settlement has occurred with NBC. Prior settlements have already occurred with the Washington Post and CNN. The terms reached between NBC and Sandman have not been announced. Sandman did make a public response saying that death threats, feeling of no future ahead, and that millions of people hate you is enough to alter a person's life in many concrete ways. He says even the strongest person cannot avoid the mental impact that occurs when the media war machine targets an individual. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure to listen to Right Side Radio and host Phil Williams as he discusses peace through strength. But peace through strength is not a bad thing. Peace through strength does not mean that you are the bully in the schoolyard. Peace through strength means you're just the one they won't mess with and they won't mess with your friends because they know you're standing there. And right now as we stand in the eyes of the world, I am deeply concerned about what I'm seeing. Yesterday I did a whole segment, if you heard it, on wokeness in the U.S. military and the fact that they're being told that they're systemically uh, racist. They're being told that there's, there's um, you know, a, a, a need to have to stand down and be less than what they are, uh, the standards being lowered. Now, let me just go ahead and say this. 
Soon after the show, I had a young man who is currently considering a career in the military who contacted me and said he'd heard my comments on the air and wanted to talk about it and make sure that he was still heading in the right direction. And my encouragement is yes, because if we don't have good people stay in the ranks and posture us for future leadership, then, then we're going to be in trouble. But right now, some of what we're seeing has got to change. Some of what we're seeing has got to change soon. Because if you read some of the experts who are providing analysis, not just the talking heads that provide analysis that the Biden administration wants to hear, but the ones who are saying the things they don't want to hear, you're going to hear that we're in a very dangerous world. You can find that podcast at rightsideradio.org. If you're enjoying The Daily Detail, you can subscribe to get it on your phone through Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow.